This is Chris Gage, Vice President of Operations for Retail Management Solutions, and you're listening to the PTR Pharmacy Podcast. Hello, this is Todd Urey with the PTR Pharmacy Podcast, and today we are joined with Chris Gage with uh, Retail Management uh, Systems, um, and it's an interesting story today. Um, we were talking about uh, not only the company and the world of uh, how important the point of sale system is to an independent pharmacy's business, but um, something that that RMS has done and have created and it's been going on for some time now is the on the road campaign. And we're joined with, like I said, uh, their vice president of operations, Chris Gage. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm great, Todd. Thanks. How are you? Very good. Um, we're uh, kind of overcast today in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, what are things like out on the West Coast? Well, about the same here in Portland, Oregon. We had, I think, uh, you know, one day of sunshine this summer, so that's about normal here. <laughs> well, that that's even worse than Pittsburgh's <laughs> summer in uh, summer sunshine intake. Um, so now I don't feel so bad. So on the road, on the road is a viral feet on the street, rubber on the road campaign grassroots customer service campaign that, that RMS came up with, with uh, which I think is absolutely dynamic, uh, that you're traveling the country to really reach out and, uh, and meet with and, and see some of your uh, customers in, in there, of course, in the region and, and locale. So tell our listeners um, on the PTR Pharmacy Podcast Show uh, about this campaign and how it, how it came to be and, and basically how it's going. Okay, sure. Well, I, um, I've been with uh, Retail Management Solutions for over 10 years now, and um, you know, I had always worked from my home office. Our, our headquarters are in Olympia, Washington, but, but I had always operated out of my home office uh, in the southern part of the state, um, about an hour and a half from Olympia. And as I was uh, kind of looking at how things have been going with the company and and what the, the biggest needs were that I found that it was all about communication. And as you, you know, Todd, you know, pharmacies are a bit behind the times when it comes to technology, um, social media, even email. And so we found that we were having just a really difficult time getting communication out to customers and and really connecting with them. So I had this uh, insane idea to sell my house and uh, put myself into an RV and go on the road full time to uh, get out and get in front of customers, kind of a you know old school, old school customer service techniques. Um, so that's that's what the roadshow is about. Is just uh, you know really getting out, getting into the in, into our customers' pharmacies, you know, being in their communities and, and getting the opportunity to see them face to face and make that connection. That's in, that's just incredible. So um, there's the whole world of technology, and obviously, um, you know, that's what. You and I have both had many conversations about the use of technology and how to make operations more efficient using technology correctly. But guess what? There's a there's a world of the brick and mortar, and it, and it is what independent pharmacy is. It's the quintessential meaning, meaning of pharmacy, community pharmacy in the community. So RMS is turning around and, and basically thinking of that same concept. It's one thing to have all this great technology, but really when it comes down to it, it's about people, it's about relationships, and you guys are going out on the road and, and going and seeing 
some of your customers. Tell us about some of those journeys. Well, I've made my way uh, through the seven western states and uh, had some really fantastic experiences. You know, back in the early days of RMS, I met every customer of ours. Um, in the last, let's say, seven years, that that hasn't been the case for me. So, you know, I've, I've gotten the opportunity to, to reconnect with some customers I've known, but I've also had the opportunity to, to meet folks for the first time. And uh, it's been really powerful. We've, we've gotten the opportunity to know a little bit more about each other personally, which is always fantastic for a, a business partnership. I think that's, you know, kind of the keystone uh, for, for a great relationship is, is having that personal uh, interaction. And, you know, I think today customers that may have just looked at RMS as, as, as their point-of-sale vendor really look at me as somebody that they can connect with at least, and uh, they feel feel really comfortable just picking up the phone and calling me personally if if they have questions or you know want to run something by me. So that's going to just go a long way in in, in us uh, making sure that that we're doing right by them. You know, their ability just to, to to call when they need to. And in that, that's interesting. But isn't that the concept of every independent pharmacy owner themselves? They want to connect with their customers because it really differentiates the world of privately owned community pharmacy compared to the big boxes who are really just uh, fast food pharmacy entities that, you know, not that they don't care about their customers, I'm sure they do, but the independent has that that niche to provide uh, a more personalized customer service than uh, many of the national chains. And sure enough, uh, RMS, who has lived in that concept, and your founder uh, and, and, and president, Brad Jones, thinks the exact same way, and RMS is, is, out, is out there doing that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's exactly right, Todd. I, I feel like I'm just really following the lead of, of what our, our customers have been doing for years. You know, they, they've always had a, a really strong connection to their community, to the to the folks that are part of that community, you know, every pharmacy I go into, it's 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 really similar that that uh, you see the staff uh, from the pharmacist all the way, you know, to the to the clerk running the register, uh, knowing the people that walk through the door. They they ask them about their families. They know what's going on, uh, you know, on the weekend for that particular person. So it's just a completely different experience than than what you would find in the big box stores like you like you mentioned. I've been following the On the Road uh, campaign, the RMS On the Road, through your um, website, um, which is rms-ontheroad.com. But even more so, you can just Google RMS On the Road and, and definitely bring it up through Google. I've been following you, uh, you know, on your Facebook site, and then, of course, I'm a, I'm a Twitter fanatic, as you know, so <laughs> through much of your Twittering. But what's been impressive is is how... Many of your customers have kind of re-engaged with RMS based on the road uh, on the road campaign. These are customers that you've gone and actually seen, but these are also customers that you haven't made it to yet. But nonetheless, now that they know about the campaign, it's kind of made them now interested in not RMS as my vendor, but who are the people that have have made up the RMS company. 
Exactly. You know, one of the first things that that I did as part of this initiative was um, something very simple, but and that we'd been wanting to do forever and ever, and we and we just hadn't ever taken the time to do it. And that was, I had each of our employees write a bio and uh, submit a photo to me, and we put that up on our website. And something really simple like that has, has had a big impact uh, on the folks that I visited. When I show them that and, and you know direct their attention to their ability to to get to know the the people on our staff, they love that, and uh, they love the the more personal interaction. I get the opportunity to talk to some of my customers on Facebook and and via Twitter, and then you know then when I call them for the first time and actually speak to them personally, uh, it's just a you know really different connection than than what you would get otherwise. It's a, it's kind of a neat way to to really um, to get in touch with them. So, kind of pulling this back to uh, the technology of it all, um, we know that our customers are the brick and mortar pharmacies that are in are in each position within their own communities, and they take pride in that. They're part of their communities. They're uh, they're they're a service provider. They're a healthcare service provider within their communities. Tell me about the technology that RMS kind of brings to the table from a modern standpoint of, of where the point-of-cell system started uh, from just a cash register to where you see as a leader in, in POS systems, where do you see this entire uh, technological um, beast kind of growing up into? Uh, and tell us a little bit about um, RMS's system specifically. Well, you, cash registers, and I've been doing the, doing uh, POS technology for for pretty much my entire career, um, and I've seen it evolve dramatically. And with ju- even with just our, with an RMS, the time I've been here, you know, cash registers were really a means to to really collect the money at the you know end of the day. Really, just you know, get the money into this into the system, and and hopefully have some way to to track sales um, in a real broad sense. Today, that the POS really is the rounds out the workflow. It takes care of the the the, the last steps in in, uh, in workflow, and, and specifically to pharmacy, that means being able to uh, sell that prescription, uh, capture safety cap signatures if they're required, HIPAA signatures, uh, acknowledgement uh, of the of the pickup of the prescription for insurance purposes, and then sending that information back to the pharmacy system. RMS has over 30 interfaces today, I believe it is, with different pharmacy management systems. So we really wanted to make sure that we could work with uh, pretty much, you know, any any pharmacy out there that that wanted to go to the next level and be able to to get all the information they need to run their business um, successfully. And so, you know, the evolution. What's next in the evolution? Well. We're changing things every day to make make the workflow better, and that's you know that's the big thing that's uh, important to understand about uh, you know about point of sale is that uh, you know every keystroke um, is important to think about. So you know our focus is always on that. How do we make the pharmacy more efficient? How do we give them the information they need to be successful and to to ensure that. Uh, that they can have all the time they need to focus on their customers rather than focusing on the actual function of the of the systems. Something that has been brought to my attention, it continues to evolve, is the world where the community pharmacy has more than one location. So uh, community pharmacy has branched into four different locations to service mm-hmm. their customers. And now um, the importance of having 
some of that information shareable between those stores, um, especially the P&L, especially the bottom line, mm-hmm. um, is so important. So, so tell me about Starlink. Tell me about how the Starlink Enterprise Edition has kind of helped customers to, um, to pull all that together. Well, the, the, really, the, the Starlink headquarters package is, I mean, just a fantastic program. It, it takes and uh, it connects all of the all of the facilities. You know, we have we have customers with upwards of twenty locations using Starlink, and uh, they're able to do a lot of great things from an efficiency standpoint that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. So they can send down price updates to all of the stores simultaneously, promotional events. Uh, they can coordinate. Or uh, sorry, consolidate all of their customers, so um, they can they can have a, a customer base that they manage at, at uh, the Starlink headquarters system that that flows down to the stores. So a customer walks into one location and and they have a loyalty card. Uh, all of their points accrue up um, into one lump sum, so they can use those anywhere. So it really it really consolidates and, and uh, brings everything together so that, that uh, again, from a workflow standpoint, you know, you could have a person who's uh, assigned to manage the product file and customer file at headquarters, and the store personnel don't have to manage that. They can still just focus on what they need to do on a day-to-day basis to, to uh, get customers in and out the door not, and not have to worry about the administrative part of things. That's uh, that's that's exactly what what's needed in in multi-store environments. And let's go back to that point system, for example, or that customer rewards program. That in itself is just a whole profit, um, new profit center where uh, a community pharmacy can can reach out to um, uh, the the even state organizations or small businesses or even some schools or universities in their in their area and start supplying. Uh, these discount cards to show that community entity, which is obviously a business within the community, that here's this is for your employees or this is for your employees' family members to um, to kind of capitalize on uh, using a uh, a local-based pharmacy that can provide great uh, pharmacy healthcare customer service as well as this point system. And and I'm I'm thinking, uh, Chris, that they can use those points for in internal. Um, Credits or or some other program. What what is what have RMS uh, customers come up with creatively? Well, most of our customers that use the loyalty program, and and I will preface this by saying that not enough do. Um, you know, it's it's just a it's just a great um, part of the program that I, I think more and more pharmacies are seeing the value in, but but still not enough. Um, they the, our program allows you to um, have a customer accrue points based on what they've purchased, uh, either b- dollars or the types of items they buy. It allows you to um, create promotional events just for those customers that are part of the loyalty program and even go so far as limiting it to people that are of a certain level. So you can have different promotional events based on that. Um, in the end, they you know they earn points and, and the pharmacy can can reward them how they choose. They can send out gift certificates, which is actually becoming less and less common. We have the ability to um, allow for the, those points to be used uh, on, on the fly right at the register. So it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a bonus for the customer. They come up to, to make their purchase, and, and they find out at that moment in time that, oh, you've got $5 available to, to use toward this purchase. Would you like to do that? So a lot of, a lot of pharmacies are, 
exercising that option now because it's something that their customers really, really love, that surprise of, of saving some money. I think that um, the whole point-of-sale uh, system, uh, which uh, I asked the question about evolution, is evident with even the concept of that point system because how that makes the relationship between the community pharmacy and the customer sticky and how it keeps them kind of involved with understanding that uh, there's more so than just you know a price on a prescription. If you, if you have equal, equal price basics uh, and now you have this point system that builds this loyalty, um, it allows that independent pharmacy to prove over and over again the differentiations that a uh, independent pharmacy brings to the table compared to one of the, one of the chains. Well, I think that's true. I mean, there's just so much more flexibility in the independents. I mean, you, you don't have that corporate uh, umbrella controlling every move. And I think the independent pharmacy can really cater to their community. They, Like you mentioned earlier, if they get out and they talk to the folks in their community, doctors and, and clinics and, and uh, businesses in the area, hopefully they, you know, they build that, uh, build that camaraderie in their community to get people in the door. The other thing I've seen when it comes to loyalty, which I think is really neat, that and, and again, technology is still way behind the times in the independent pharmacy, but we, we do have several customers I've, I've seen using Facebook and Twitter. And one of the things they've started doing, which has been a, a recommendation in technology circles, is to start, and loyalty circles for that matter, is to start using uh, Facebook and Twitter and other social media as a means to deliver rewards. So, you know, for those of you customers that are following us, you know, get 10% off all gift items on Fridays or something like that. And I think that's, uh, I think we're going to see an increase in that. At least I hope we do. That's um, that that's also a, a, a platform I believe in. You utilize social media to, to make uh, customer loyalty and, and make it more personal and Sometime this day and age with the age of email and the age of electronic communications, people may think that that takes away from the interpersonal uh, touch of a customer, but it can it, it should be used to accentuate. Um, and, and maybe on their receipt or maybe on their flyer, they let people know that they have a presence on Facebook so that they can make, make those customers feel like that it's kind of an internal club. Right. Yeah, exactly. So let's stop for just a second and, and take uh, a pause to, to pull away from the world of uh, RMS directly. But you and I are both affected by this entire uh, um, campaign and, and the way that we all need to start thinking, which is, you know, we have the world of the independent pharmacy, the community pharmacy. We have all the struggles that uh, an independent pharmacy, community pharmacy go through, the, uh, this, the, the kind of the plight of, of the uh, privately owned pharmacy because of the com competition of the national chains and more so the competition of the national uh, pharmacy benefit management um, entities that are out there um, in, in kind of their business model that pulls business out of the community and pushes it sometimes to their own mail order environment. You wrote a blog on June 11th called Interdependent Pharmacy. And what I wanted to do is kind of just get your opinion and get your views on what the what the struggles are of the independent pharmacy and what you see needing to happen into the future to really empower and kind of revolutionize the world of independent pharmacy. Well, you know, independent pharmacies are, are really still, even though there are organizations out there that, that uh, pull them together, they still really aren't, you know, fully... Um, 
together on a lot of things. You know, when when we talk about, uh, I guess a good example of how independent pharmacy is uh, is affected um, by legislation. When I, I dealt with the implementation of FSA HRA, um, as we had to you know roll that out to our customers, that was a the, one of the most obvious um, obvious pieces of legislation where where the independent pharmacy wasn't considered. You know, all of the things that, that happened during that time were really uh, all dictated by the chain stores. And, you know, we, we, we saw many, many independent pharmacies end up going out of business because of that, uh, the, the way that, that FSA was implemented. Um, now, I think some of the organizations that, that are, are out there trying to speak for independent pharmacy just, you know, really... Um, really could have done a better, better job of, of uh, you know, kicking and screaming about that. You know, we we actually put two two full time people on staff to deal with trying to get through all of the red tape of of getting customers signed up for Cegis, uh getting their credit card vendors set up properly so that they could uh, take these cards and 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 be certified. So, you know, all of the legislation that comes out is really. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't think about the impact on a small business. It just. It just thinks about. You know, thinks about that it has to get done. And but it doesn't think about. But what, you know what that's going to mean for somebody who, who's out there just trying to get through their day in the pharmacy. And uh, you know, it's easy for Walgreens and those guys to get through those kind of things, or at least easier. Right. And and the and the existence of the NCPA, the National Community Pharmacy Association. Um, you know, being kind of the the voice where they go and lobby in Washington D.C. for uh, fair trade and, and specific mm-hmm. laws to try to even the playing field, even though that entity, which I definitely believe in, even though the that national you know association is out there, it's still based on the the success of that community pharmacy is still based on some of their own actions mm-hmm. in their in their perspective communities. And the suggestion on your on your blog from June thirteenth was that they really need to get involved in some of these strategic ideas to come together, collective through other groups or other um, strategies to get a competitive advantage in the interim of something happening on the national level. And, and what I mean by that is there's a uh, there's I've heard several groups out there that are trying to. Uh, cultivate uh, this coming together of all independent pharmacies throughout the country. You get on this list, you sign your name up, and now we're going to come up with this national initiative. Mm-hmm. That's the, those concepts are terrific, and I believe in them, and I support you know organizations that are putting that together. But you cannot stop there. In the interim of of an organizations or several associations coming together with if it be laws or evening, it, evening the playing field, each of those privately owned pharmacies need to do something in, in their own uh, worlds to start thinking more strategically, start using technology uh, better, start looking at their data more closely, start thinking how I can increase um, customer loyalty through, um, for example, the RMS uh, systems that, that create those programs. Start thinking more um, through marketing and through, like we just mentioned, social media. What other ideas do you have for that ground 
level initiative while these other associations are trying to come together as this big national push, what other things can an independent pharmacy be doing at the grassroots level to, to try to improve their business? Well, I think just uh, individually, even if we're not talking about teaming up with uh, other pharmacies in the area, which I think is a great idea, like I, my blog in, was referencing specifically my experience in Salt Lake City where, where all of the independent pharmacies in that area work together to make decisions about the technology they buy and they, they bounce ideas off each other. They do things like positioning themselves strategically uh, I mean, physically <laughs> positioning themselves uh, next to a doctor's office or inside a clinic. I mean, those are the kind of things that are going to keep them alive, uh, the independence. The other thing is, you know, I hate to say it, but focusing less on the the other side of the counter, focusing less on pharmacy and trying to focus more on, you know, how they're going to build the business on the front end. Um, loyal, the loyalty program, driving, you know, hopefully a, a, attaching a, a front end sale to the prescriptions in any way they can. So they're, they're, they're building those, that, that front end presence so that they become a destination and not just a pharmacy. Um, you know, a lot of the independent pharmacies that I visited are, are surviving in their areas because, because they have a, a fantastic front end gifts and, home decor and those sort of things and they've built that up knowing that they're not getting the payback on the on the pharmacy side of things so in order to stay in business they've had to to really to to focus on less on on being a pharmacist and more on being a small business and and a and a gift shop and things like that so what's next for the um rms uh, on the road uh, campaign tell us a little bit about uh, what what we can uh, expect and and what your next journey where where your next journeys take you on the road? Well, right now uh, I'm I'm in in Portland, Oregon, which is is home for the next month, and um, I'm about uh, going to about an hour and a half south of our home office in Olympia, Washington. So I'll be heading up there to to check in with all the the folks who haven't seen me in in a good long time. Um, and I'm going to be hitting some trade shows uh, here toward the end of the month. Uh, so I'll be heading, flying to Vegas. The RV is going to stay behind. I'm not going to make that drive. <laughs> um, but uh, after that, I'll be I'll be heading east, and I, I'm mapping out that route right now. But I'll I'll probably be away from uh, this area for at least uh, at least a year or so, uh, hitting the Midwest and down into the South, and trying to avoid weather <laughs> whenever I can. <laughs> That's right. So. Uh I don't expect to see you in Pittsburgh in in January, then, right? No, no, that's. Uh, I, I'm I'm thinking Pittsburgh's going to be uh, springtime, <laughs> early summer. I'm I'm guessing. Well, I, I will be very excited to uh, welcome you to the uh, to the city of Pittsburgh if if you and when you make it here. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> well, um, thank you so much, Chris. Um, I can't believe how fast the time goes by, but uh, we're we're out of time and. I just wanted to thank you for your support of Independent Pharmacy. I think the campaign is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, excited to finally have you on the uh, PTR Pharmacy Podcast Show, and uh, we wish you the, the best of luck out there. Thanks so much. Great to be here. You're listening to the PTR Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Yuri. You can find more information on our programs at pharmacypodcast.com. That's pharmacypodcast.com. And we were uh, joined with our guest today, Chris Gage, Vice President of Operations of RMS. And they're a premier provider of POS technology for independent pharmacy. And we thank you for your time today and wish you a great day.